0: And so the reason and the psychology behind this is that people feel safer saying no. Welcome to the game where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Alex Tramosi here, founder of Gym Launch, Allen, Prestige Labs, and owner of a couple other companies. Um, and today, I'm going to talk to you um, about how to sell some stuff, all right? So there's... Um, there's, there's three types of questions. Um, I think I've, I've, I've talked to in other videos about how, um, how to structure your sales conversations, but I haven't talked as much about the nature of the questions and the types of responses that you're getting, right? And so in a sales process, right, you're, you have some questions that are going to be mining questions that's trying to extract information from the prospect, and the remainder of the questions are questions to get agreement right? So you're going to put a proposition out there and ask for agreement, right? And then if you get enough agreements, it's going to be natural that they're going to want to move forward working with you. Now, the way that you structure these questions, all right? I would say that you have yes-based questions, you have um, neutral questions, and then you have negatively inclined questions, all right? First time I heard about this from Chris Voss, he's the guy who does the, um, he wrote the book, Never Split the Difference, really interesting stuff. Um, and so a yes-based question would be like, sound great? Yes, that sounds great, right? A neutral type of question would be like, fair enough, does that sound fair? Does that sound reasonable to you, right? They'd be like, well, that sounds reasonable. Now, it's still technically a yes-based question, but the question that we're asking has a neutral tone to it, all right? Because we're not saying, hey, is this the most amazing thing you've ever heard of? Like, do you think this is the most amazing program, the amazing product, like blah, blah, blah? That's asking a lot of someone, right? For them to agree to that. So that would be a harder yes to get. It's easier to get something like a a, a reciprocal yes, which I would say, someone says, you know, that's a lot, and we say, no worries, what if we did this? Fair enough, they say, well, he made a concession, that sounds fair, or if we did this, does that sound reasonable? That's not like a fair expectation? Yes, it does, great, and then you can go to close the sale. And if you've heard any of my past sale stuff, one of my favorite closes, which I got from uh, Jordan Belfort, um, is fair enough, right? I just love this close so much, because it's like, fair enough, right? You make a concession, fair enough. And so many times people are like, well, they made a concession and I'm a reciprocal human being. It's very hard for me to deny this request. And so yes, I do believe it's fair. And then you say, boom, then let's move forward, right? But this is one that I learned very recently um, that I really like. And I when I look back through my actual conversations, I do this. And that's why I think it's so interesting because I'll, I'll, I'm going I'm be, to level with you really quickly. All the people that I know who teach sales are natural born salesmen which is interesting, right? They're natural born salesmen. I don't know a lot of people who, who teach sales who weren't naturally very good at it quickly, right? Um, and so there are some things that people naturally do because they've had a lot of experience doing it. And usually you get a lot of experience doing it because when you start doing it, you get enough success that you can you can steamroll, right? Um, and, and grow and get a lot of volume. And then once you do lots of volume, then you become a master at it. But you had some sort of inclination or proclivity towards the skill, all right? Um, that being said, it doesn't mean that anyone else can't become a great salesman. It just means you might have to um, have more reps uh, to get there. Now, that being said, no base statements. This is actually where you, you go in opposition, right? And so the reason and the psychology behind this, per my understanding, and it makes complete sense to me at least, is that people feel safer saying no. People feel like they retain their autonomy. They feel like they're they're at ease. It's harder, especially like you think about decision fatigue. At the end of the day, people don't want to be re- responsible for anything. They don't feel re- vulnerable to saying yes and agreeing to something, right? Instead, they prefer to say no and stay safe, right? But. If you phrase your questions properly, you can get people to say yes by saying no, which is one of the most powerful sales tactics i shared in a different video where Richard Schwartz taught me how to um, get someone to say yes by saying no. Hey, you don't want anything else, do you? No, I don't want anything else. And by doing that, they got 95% of people to take an upsell, all right? Now, no base question. This is something like, would you be opposed to moving forward today? Would it be completely unreasonable for us to get started at the end of this conversation? Um, would, it be a completely, would, it, would it be completely out of left field for me to say that we should start you know, start, start working together today. Um, so it's all of these, would you be opposed to? Would you be against? Would it be unreasonable, right? All of those things are no-based kind of antecedents, or uh, sorry, precedents that, that, that lead into a no-based question. And so think about this. If I said, and I'm gonna give you the same, same kind of scenario here, if I'm trying to get my wife to go where I wanna go to dinner, right? Because I wanna go to Cheesecake Factory, the finest establishment in the land, all right, count it. Get the uh, Cajun chicken littles. So you can get them half grilled and half uh, half, uh, half fried and get the get the sauces from the Thai lettuce wraps. Anyways, um, if I say, hey, babe, you want to go to ch- uh, uh, Cheesecake Factory? She might be like, well, no, I don't want to go to Cheesecake Factory. Right? Or like, uh, I'm not really sure. Right? Now, if I switch that and I said, babe, would you be against going to Cheesecake Factory? She'd be like, well, I'm not against going to Cheesecake Factory. And I'm like, great, let's go. Mozy Nation, real quick, if you are a business owner that has a big old business and wants to get to a much bigger business, going to $50, $100 million plus, we would love to talk to you. And if you like that or would like to hear more about it, go to acquisition.com. You can apply anywhere on the page and talk to one of our team and see if we can help you get there. And so that's the beauty of a no-based question. See how different it phr- it's phrased, right? And if I say, hey, you excited to move forward today? That's a yes right? It's harder to get someone to say, yes, I'm excited to move forward today. Would you be opposed to moving forward at the end of the conversation? No, I'm not opposed to moving forward. Great. And we get the sale. And so this is really interesting because um, what I find, because there's, there's lots of uh, literature on, you know, getting people to say lots of yeses and trial closes and things like that throughout the sales process. But in my mind, these are all still ways of getting agreement, which is the goal. So it's simply using psychology in terms of how people like to respond to things, how they feel in the moment of, you know, saying yes makes them feel vulnerable, saying no makes them feel safe, and leveraging that. Now that that being said, it doesn't mean every single question you have to ask has to be a no-based question. But I think if you you can rephrase a couple of the key milestone questions that you have in your sales conversations, or if you feel like you're kind of closer to the edge with someone, leaning towards a no-based question I think is something that natural salesmen do well automatically. Like, is it unreasonable for us to move forward today? Right, would you be opposed to moving forward today? Would you be opposed to knocking out the paperwork? Would you be opposed to, um, are you against X, Y, Z, right? Well, no, I'm not against it. All right, let's rock and roll, right? Um, All of these are still ways to get questions. And so I think that in some of my sales scripts right now, we're going to be shifting from fair enough clothes is so wired in my brain from doing it so many times um, to some no-based phrasing uh, because it's easier to get agreement with prospects, especially even... Um, if they're kind of fatigued at the end of the day or, um, which is when people are less likely, um, to want to say yes to things, um, counter example, there could be decision fatigue and they just want to say yes to, to, to get done with it. Right. depends on the size of the purchase. Um, but anyways, I hope this was valuable for you in terms of phrasing behind the questions. Obviously this is not for mining based questions where you're trying to extract information from someone. And and to better understand, this is really where you're trying to get agreements um, towards milestones to work together. All right. So I hope this made sense. Keep being awesome. Lots of love. And I'll catch you guys soon. Bye.